Life is messy, and trying to do it alone is gross. We are friends, coworkers, moms, driven dreamers who are in this with you, and we want to surface all the messiest parts and talk about them. Hopefully together, we can figure out how to navigate this shit. Hi, Holly. Hey, Jackie. I think on the last episode, we talked a little bit about imposter syndrome, Mm, which bleeds over obvi into mom guilt. Mage. Yes. Yes. Uh, Which I think I feel every single day, equal parts, I feel really guilty, and equal parts, you're going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Rub some dirt on it. You're fine. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know if my kids have just gotten older, and so I've just gotten more into it, but there's days where I just say... Well, good news. You can talk to your therapist about that. Right. Right. You'll be okay. It's okay. This gives you things. Right. Things to be messed up about. Yeah. Eh. It's a, yeah, I, the the feeling daily. <laughs> it is. There's a thousand little, little things. Yeah. P.S. Why isn't there dad guilt? It's always like this mom guilt thing. Right. We need to, we need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves, I think. So. Yeah. So it's good that we're talking about this because. Yeah. The more we talk about the things, the less, I don't know, terrible they seem. Or kind of like the imposter syndrome one, we're all feeling it. Right. And it doesn't really matter what your situation is. I mean, I think you could have the quote unquote best cared for kid and still somewhere you're going to be feeling mom guilt about something. So let's get into our stories. (laughs) I'm like, wow. So what happened today that made me feel guilty? Oh, I've got, I actually do have one and I don't even know if it's a thing yet. And this just reminded me that I really need to text somebody and figure out if it is a thing that I need to feel bad about, but I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go ahead and say no. I'm pretty sure I forgot about being the mystery reader yesterday in one of the twins classes. I'm I'm like 95% certain that, that that happened. But the good news is said twin was home with me on this like faux quarantine while we were waiting on a PCR test to come back because thank you, COVID. She does not have COVID, by the way. So I feel a little less bad about it because it's not like she would be let down. It's just like the other 22, you know, right. six-year-olds maybe are waiting for a rando mom to pop on Zoom and read to them in a giant giant screen. But how right. a little like, oh, I think I did that. But nobody texted me either. So maybe I don't feel bad. I know. It- I think there's a million things like that. We we try to be everything to everyone, and it's just impossible. Right. And sometimes you, yeah, you really do feel bad. I'll give you an example, and we've been talking about these examples, this exact specific one for a while. We had another math incident. <laughs> I love where, math incidents. Where my child says to me, you know, here's my, my grade. And I said, okay, well, you, you know, if you make in between a 70 and a, a 90, you have the opportunity to retake the test, which is amazing. We didn't get these opportunities. Right. They were like, well, that's what you got. And I said, and she's like, why can't it just be good enough? And the Mm. grade was fine. And I said, my question is, was it the best you could do? And she threw herself, I cannot, I can't make this up. She (laughs) threw herself on the floor (laughs) in the kitchen. Where did she get that drama, Jackie? And rolled around for a good 15, (laughs) 20 minutes while I tried to explain to her, well, but if this is the best you can do, then it's the best you can do. And if it's n- not, and you can get a couple more points from redoing it, then let's try that. And then that is the best you could do. I'm supporting you. I will tell you I'm helping you. Like, <laughs> I, if that's the best you can do, it is. But it feels to me like you're not putting in the effort you need to put in. Yep. Then she kept rolling around on the floor. <laughs> like and, you do. <laughs> and then I lost my mind. 
and may or may not have screamed at her to go to her room because I couldn't stand to see her rolling around on the floor anymore. Right. And I had mom guilt because <laughs> I had gone into it with the best of intentions. I believe in you. I know this is the best you can do. I'm yes. here to support you. All the right words until I snapped. Yes. So tears and tears. <laughs> we got up off the floor. We went to our room, she went to bed, and then I had, like, total mom guilt the whole night. Yeah. I woke up still upset. The next morning, she sort of said goodbye to me, and I felt bad all day. Yeah. Fast forward, she comes home that night, not oh God, I love her. Not only does she come home and say, okay, can you help me with these couple of problems? She's like, and I heard what you said, and I went ahead and asked for the extra homework assignment so I can get some extra points as well. If I don't get them right, then I don't get them right. Wow. And, I, and I thought... Okay, she heard me, but I spent a whole like night and all day thinking. Yeah, you lost about eighteen mom. hours yeah. in a like in a pool of anxiety, and I should have laid on the floor us. with her. <laughs> I shouldn't have been so hard on her. I'm supposed to speak softly I, to them I, when they're I, like that, which exactly. I think is also a load of bullshit. Sometimes you just you have to, to yell to scare them into like <laughs> hearing you. you. But then she did, and she did awesome. Yes. And I said, "See how proud of you." I'm That's... so super proud of you. Are you proud of yourself? Yes. And she's like, I am. I was like, see, I'm not here to be the enemy or make your life horrible. I'm here to help. But so that story, though, you it ended up being a really great, that's actually a really great parenting moment. But it was destroyed by the 18 plus hours of Me of feeling guilt. awful. Yeah, for, for doing it. And I, yeah, I just, you know... I, I, I was trying, I was doing all the mom, like, books, you know, what it tells you to do on the books and the blogs, you know, be supportive and be calm, and then I lost it, because if she rolled around on that floor one more time, I was going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I might start trying that method, like, just get upset and roll around on the floor a little bit. Like them. Oh. They're not cleaning the room, just roll around on all the stuff. <laughs> do the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Meet them where they are. Meet them where they are. You can. I know. Um, it's, it's. Yeah, there's like big, ex there's big examples of it. Like I can think of like with, with um, our son, when we found out he was dyslexic and dysgraphic, you know, and he had a really rough kindergarten year because we didn't know this about him at the time. And then that's one of those things where once you find out it, you hear something like that. And then you all of a sudden come in this, it totally reframes everything that has happened with your child. And you're like, right. oh my God. And you have a moment of how did I'm his parent. How did I not see that? How did I right. not know that? Should and, and then it goes into this whole rabbit hole of should I have should I've seen it sooner? Should we have been doing something differently right. with him while he was, you know, still in pre-K right. that we weren't doing and we weren't doing enough as parents and like that's all. That's a whole messy thing that's still like there's isolated incidents like you're talking about. Then you kind of work through it and let it go. But like that, the the big ones are the ones that just still sometimes I, I sit and I mentally spend energy yeah. um, going down this thing that like in the end I can't do I can't do anything about it. And there probably right. wasn't anything different that I could have done. He's like that's a it's the way his brain is organized is different yeah. than the way your and mine is organized. Absolutely. And he has to learn differently. So I, I it's a it is a big problem. We all have it, though. So it's a little different. The imposter syndrome thing, yeah, everybody suffers from it. You can power through it. The, the mom guilt thing's this, like, super extra sucky layer because it has to do with your kids. And you just don't want to screw them up. Your kids, and you don't know. They don't come. You know, there's always a joke of, like, they don't come with, a like, a handbook. They they don't. And, yeah, they you're really like, don't. I know I'm screwed up from various things. So what's my thing going to be for them? They're right? <laughs> doing a podcast or whatever See, it is in 20 years. they therapist. And, 
like, let me tell you about my hot mess, mom. But in the in the end, there's so part of it because I don't know that our arm and we actually probably should have done this now that I think about it before we came in to record. I'd be curious if our moms felt the same level of guilt as we do. My mom tells me about it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was thinking that social media, it probably just is exacerbating all of this. I do think that is making it worse, but my mom will give me specific examples. She's like, man, I, I, you know, we'll tell her a story about something that happened. She's like, I don't really remember those years. She was a working mom. Yeah. She's like, I was just trying to keep it together. There's like big chunks of time of y'all's childhood that I just don't remember as well because I was just trying to keep it all together. Yeah. Um, But she'll tell me that all the time. She's like, everybody feels that feels way. It. So even about them. But but I do, the, the social media thing, I mean. That is for real. It is for real. Because, first of all, we were joking before we started recording about like, there's a reason it's called fake book instead of Facebook. Right. You're going to put, you're <laughs> gonna put you your, your best face on for Facebook, yeah. except me and Holly, which we go the opposite <laughs> way. And we put on whatever terrible parenting moment we've had because why not? I was joking. I, ha- I actually had to give a like a, a disclaimer on a post, like a proud parent post that I did recently because I don't <laughs> normally go that way. Like, I'm very sorry for being this parent, but I'm about to be this parent. And, but normally, yes, it's I'm showing you the the den of chaos that is our lives because it's it's real. But when you're scrolling and you see the people that seem to have it together. Right. And I. I also think there's something to like the people that post a lot about that. They're probably the ones that are the biggest shit shows behind the scenes. Like let's for be real, sure. <laughs> for sure. So just feel feel like you can, yeah, you can know that. Stop the scrolling. So I think it was I found where did I find this? Today's parent had a whole thing on it, which is not not a periodical I typically read, but it came in handy <laughs> when it came to something like mom guilt. I'm like okay, today's parent. Um, but they were, I guess they did some research on it that showed that feeling guilty doesn't actually reform our future behavior either. So it's like super futile too. Oh, perfect. It's not like it actually helps us no. any, you know, much like imposter syndrome can help drive you, help make you better. Mom guilt just sort of makes us feel like crap. Right. Yeah. And there's an extra special part of mom guilt for working moms. Yes. Which is our frame men. of reference. Yes. So there's others, and everyone makes the right choice for their family, and they're, you know, I know that stay-at-home moms are just as stressed and have just as much guilt. We just happen to see it from the perspective of working moms, because we are, but that is for real. Like, every single time the PTA or the principal or someone wants to have a meeting at 10 (laughs) a.m., it sends me into a rage. (laughs) I, I find it so rude and so inconsiderate, but on the other hand... I get it, right? Like, it's more convenient for me if it's at six or seven at night, but maybe not for other moms. Right. And and I have to keep that in check. So I instantly get infuriated and then have to calm myself down. Like, okay, well, is it going to be recorded? Can someone take the notes? Can I somehow trick my husband into listening to the Zoom call? Which I have done, and I love him for doing it. Yes. I mean, I think we're we're kind of lucky in that we're, where we work. I, I have never felt like I couldn't say no to helping with the field trip when field trips were a thing pre-COVID um that I couldn't you know say no to doing that or to being like when mystery reader was the thing where you went on site right I have always felt like I can be present for those things and we have the space for that even if I had to leave for like parent teacher conferences fine go go do that not a lot of that doesn't happen everywhere which is a thing as a culture we need to fix like if people 
want to prioritize their families, then it should we should allow them the space without sure. judgment to to do that. But there, there's also so this year has been weird because usually if I was thinking about work and guilt, it had to do with like travel because right. I would also have wife guilt of like, oh, I'm leaving you know, Grant with three little ones and he's got to figure all this out for, you know, like a week while yeah. I'm away. And that's, that sucks. Yep. And then I'm also maybe missing, you know, whatever, whatever that happens in their, in their lives. But this year I've been omnipresent, like <laughs> traveled nowhere. Right. So then it's this weird balance of I'm working and it goes back to our whole, like we're working at home and the kids don't have a, especially mine being little, don't have the, the rule to like. I'm I'm officing out of the playroom too. To right. be fair, sometimes they're they're home. I'm right. still working, still my working hours. I've got meetings, and it's you know, will you come play Barbie with me? I'm like, yes, in 30 minutes after I get off this call. Right. So, and you feel a little tinge like, I hate to have to say no. Except that should I really? I don't know that I should really feel that bad about that. That's just teaching them how just shifting in priorities and how yeah. to fit things in. Absolutely. Maybe. <laughs> so I, I do have a couple of tips on this that I have learned through the years is back to when we were traveling. Mm-hmm. Here were some tips. One was, you know, I would kind of very specifically let them know when I was traveling. They, for whatever reason, were obsessed with me FaceTiming them when I got to the hotel and showing them every part of my room. <laughs> I don't know why. I love that. I was generally staying at the same hotel. You know the dorm. <laughs> yes. And yes. it looks the same, but sure, I'm happy to show you. Uh, some other things, uh, you know, we had tried. I distinctly recall my husband trying to wrangle them, and it was a shit show at the house. And I said, what are you feeding them for dinner? I don't know. I can't even think about that. I said, what if I ordered a pizza? Oh, that's and, a good idea. And he said, well, you can't. You're You're there. And I was like, I have the Domino's app. I can make this happen <laughs> an and you don't have to do anything. And he was like, yes, do that. Yes. Or there's been times where, I, you know, my mom may have been watching the girls and they needed help with a homework subject. Get on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. You know, between, you know, you always have that break between like meetings and dinner or, or you know, yep. whatever it is. And I would sit there and we would do homework. So I, I would try and stay in touch with them or like have certain rituals, like the looking around the room for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, find moments like... You know, help our husbands, help, you know, help the mom, the grandmas, whoever's left behind. So those were some of my travel tips. Yeah, I I actually did find when I was going away for a longer period, like, so if I was going over the UK, I always brought back lots of stuff for them. Yeah. So, well, you know, I always bring back a haul of chocolate because it is a superior chocolate. Sorry, Hershey's, but oh my God, (laughs) like true Cadbury from over there. Like, don't buy in the States. It's not the same stuff. Or, or, Or do. It's still good, but it's better over there. So they would have that. And, you know, you can get those real Kinder Eggs over yeah. there. And so that kind of became our thing where they knew if I was going over, it meant they were going to get some stuff. Right. So being little kids, they're like, oh, sweet. You're going to, will you bring me? Yeah. You know, let me make a list. Uh, yeah. Like, let me <laughs> get my pen and paper. Let me tell you what I like, mom. And, but then it made it feel, you know, not so. Yeah. Not so bad. I don't know. Here's another trick that I have learned for the school. So since your kids are a little younger. I had to wrap my brain around the fact that there was no universe where I was going to be able to get to everything at the school. Right. Right. And I just had to stop freaking out like I was going to. I knew that it was easier for me to be on calls and order things on Amazon and get them shipped to the school. So I always try and what if, you know, what I volunteer for at least one thing on the list. 
And if I have to just Amazon it to them, I can because mm-hmm. I can contribute in that way. And I always picked one big event. So I w- th- I'm going to be on this field trip or I'm going to help coordinate the fun run. Like I would yep. pick one big thing and like all in. I'm all in on that one. I will be there. I won't be on calls. I'm. It's going to be. But I, I just had to stop feeling guilty. I was like, I'm not going to be at the friendship party. Yeah. If I can convince my lovely husband to go and make, you know, <laughs> pipe cleaner animals awesome. Otherwise, I'll provide all the jelly beans or the M&Ms or whatever they needed. Right. To support and that them. counts too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Oddly enough, um, I don't feel the guilt with all the PTS. It could be because we're at a we're at a bigger school. Right. And there's a ton of involved parents. Right. And so, you know, we we help with like the fundraiser stuff. And then to your point, I would always like – when field trips were a thing, I tried to sign up or be mystery reader some there. Right. But yeah, I fully acknowledge like I can't be the person that sits on any committee or does anything because I'm tapped out. But I know a lot of the people that do. And so I feel connected. Less bad because I'm like, great, that's covered. And then let me know. Like for the auction, this, like there was a thing that I was able to get contributed. So cool. Right. Yeah. Other, other ways to, to help, which brings me to, You've got to have, like, more so than any other time in my life, I've realized the importance of community. And, yes. like, where we live, I do not ever want to move because I have, you know, a, a group that is amazing and we can lean on each other. Right. And, you know, and much like you and I can talk about mom guilt, I can also talk with them. There's times, too, yep. where we'll be like, oh, my God, X, Y, Z happened. I feel really, really bad and talk through it. Right. And feel it's a safe space but also to know we can hand off to each other like oh my god I can't like regularly get a text of like hey I'm yes I'm stuck here can somebody grab my kids and blah 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 and like every people have each other's backs right. and it's a very very cool thing that doesn't happen everywhere so yeah but I wish that it did and I wish there was more of that because we need it yes I there was a mom that came for a lesson yesterday I happened to know her really well I was in between meetings and thought I was okay to make some buttered noodles for my child. <laughs> and I got wrong. called into a meeting I had to do. And I looked at her with that mom look. And I was like, can, can I beg you to make my child buttered noodles <laughs> in my kitchen? I thank you and love you. Yes. And she had no problem with it. Right. Because I would have done the same for her. But you sometimes you just got to ask. Yes. You have to ask for help. Yes. Amen to that one. Don't even try to do it all by yourself. No. Because you will... You, you will flame out real yes, fast. Real, real fast. Which is, I think, you know, part of the big thing with the Mom Guild is just realizing that, like, you can't – when you talk about navigating it, first and foremost, realizing you cannot do it all. No. And you will burn out so much, like, you're not even – it's not even good for your kids, right? Right. See you that way. It's okay to make some trade-offs. and Yeah. And sometimes I have to remind myself, like, what does this look like from their perspective? <clears throat> right. Right. I know that I didn't hand make the invitations for her upcoming birthday party like I did when she was one. She don't give a shit. No. What she will remember is, hey, we got my friends together and we did this thing and it was super cool. Like, she doesn't know what it could have been. Right. She just knows what it was and that it was fun. Man, I got to say, COVID was like the best thing for birthday parties ever. Because talk about a reframing and a resetting of just expectations across the board. This whole like drive-by or just we're going to meet in the field and have an ice cream truck. And the kids love it. Yeah. And it costs like nothing. Yeah. And it's amazing. There's another party favor. Or your party favor is like, here, here's a 
dodgeball. Yeah, know, like, exactly. Beautiful. Yes. So yes, and to your point, they're so happy with it. We're over here feeling like, oh, they're not getting this. Yeah, Pinterest up party. Yeah, yeah. and they don't care. They, they don't just care because of the pictures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. Another one, the asking for help, for sure. Huge one. It's huge. And not just asking for help, but also just talking about it, too. I think to your point, like, you've got to talk it out. Yeah. And have somebody else tell you that the permission. Yeah. I, You know, I was telling Holly, I talked to a friend of mine earlier this week who has a very young little one. Right? She just returned to mer- returned from maternity leave. So, hi. You're probably uh-huh. listening. And she called me. She was having all the mom working mom guilt, right? I've got a new baby. I've got, I've just gotten back. I'm trying to get my feet back under me. They, there's a deadline. I don't understand. And I said, breathe. Here's, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take care of your baby when you get home and make sure he is okay and that you are happy. And then you are going to prioritize what actually needs to be done with that assignment. It doesn't need to be to the thousandth percent. You just got back. Right. Prioritize it. Tell them what you can do. Show them, you know, here's where you're going to deliver the rest or how you need to reframe it. Whatever it is. I was like, but you you do what you can. You're, you're, it's going to be fine. Like, there, no lives were lost because you didn't get this finance report done. Right. It, luckily, in her field of work. <laughs> but, you know, I said, take care of your kiddo first. Right. It's going to be okay. The priorities. It's okay to have your priorities in check and to, and to stick to them, you know. Yeah. But it's, that is also okay and a healthy exercise remembering um i thought this was an interesting remembering the basics of being a good parent so again back to like a good parent does not mean that you've pinterest out some birthday party or right. just gone bananas and let yourself be quote unquote good enough right because in your it, i like what you said about in your child's eyes right you're up on this pet they think that you're great anyway even if you're screaming at them because they're laying on the floor exactly <laughs> maybe they don't think you're great in that moment but hopefully she forgets um and then the last one unfollow people on social media that are making you feel bad about yourself like take an honest look at your feed and see where you can weed some stuff out it's okay you can they're not even gonna know and it will make you yeah I think in general the social media thing and being just mindful of your time on those those in those spaces just for general anxiety let alone mom guilt is is huge and it is a thing yeah so i need that up other than that i don't know (laughs) we're still working through it Uh, well we'll get back to you if we think of any other like amazing things from mom guilt or how to power through it but here's one more even though holly was trying to wrap up i saw it i think there are definite moments of having mom guilt and and recognizing maybe i could have done that better and being honest with your kids Hey, I kind of screwed that up. I'm sorry I yelled at you. That's a really good one. And you know what? Yes, and Brene Brown talks about that one when it comes to raising children to like not have the that whole shame thing. Right. That if parents can own when they make mistakes, because to your point, I've started like there are times where I just lose my marbles on them. And but then I always come back around and say, I should not have acted that way. Like I shouldn't have mommy shouldn't have yelled like that. And I did because yeah. I got very frustrated, but I'm human. And sometimes that happens, too. And yeah. So let's talk about it is. Yes, that's a good ending note because it is true. We You're going to mess up. It's going to happen. We can be vulnerable with our kids, too. Yeah. And it can help. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't raise them to have mom guilt. <laughs> Or dad guilt when they come up. Exactly. All right. Well, 
feeling a little guilty about being down here in this podcast room now. I am not. Children. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been in the house with them for a year. <laughs> and you're about to have a whole week away with them. So so it's fine. They, but they might have also gotten to the age where they don't always want to be with me anymore. So I know. It's okay. My, okay. day's, my day's coming. No, mine are numbered, but yes. So I should soak it in a blah, 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 blah. But no. Again, then I have mom guilt about like, I'm not soaking it up. It's like, they're on me all the time. It happens. I know. But see, look, we, we've told, given you some avenues on how to navigate this, but also recognize it's a work in progress. And then we still feel it. We just named like three things that are making us feel guilty right now. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope that you uh, have found this helpful and we will be talking to you soon. Yes. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye. Thank you.